It is Niall Boylan with you, well, for the next hour or so. And welcome back, by the way, to those of you who've been listening over the last two weeks or so. You will have noticed that we weren't actually live, although what we did do, rather than you hearing the same show again that you might have heard before, we did before I went away, we decided we'd record uh, new shows. So they were all new. There was nothing you hadn't heard before, nothing that you had heard before, should I say. So they were all uh, original interviews. They were all new. We had recorded one or two shows with caller interaction as well by calling people to make sure that what you heard was something you hadn't heard before. So anytime we do go away on holidays, which will be rare, as you know, nowadays, because all that's expensive, um, you will hear something that is original and that hasn't been on before. We guarantee that you won't be hearing repeats on a daily basis because that's not something we want to go, the road we want to go down. And um, While I was away, by the way, um, I did notice as well, uh, I was in the United States, um, there's a huge uh, resistance at the moment to the cost of energy prices. Now, I'm not going to be talking about that today and I will cover it again during the week at some point. But here's the difference in America. As you know, there's an American election coming up very, very soon. We all know about Biden and Trump and whether you agree with Trump or you don't agree with Trump, the policies the Republican Party are promising is to reduce the energy bills. In America, they're quite upset that diesel and petrol, well, they don't really use diesel, it's mainly petrol, has gone up to uh, nearly $4 a gallon. Now, as you know, we pay by litre. And yesterday, to my horror, I went in to uh, fill up my car and it was one seventy four for diesel. The prices crept back up, but nobody said anything about it. And we don't have a government party in this country coming up to an election that's going to promise you they will reduce the price because the government are doing nothing because you don't seem to care. And I am so shocked, saddened and surprised by the Irish people that you're quite willing to accept that energy prices have gone through the ceiling. Ireland is probably the most expensive place now you can buy energy, be it electricity, gas, oil for your heating or indeed petrol for your car. And you can blame the Green Party for that. Nobody else, you can put the blame squarely on them because oil prices are actually lower than they have probably ever been. 2008 was the record price, but we still didn't pay that price at the forecourt for your gallon of diesel or petrol. What you're doing is you're paying tax, you're paying environmental tax, you're paying green tax, you're paying VAT, you're paying excise duty, even though it is reduced. That's all going to go up again at the end of this month, which means the prices are probably going to go back up to two a litre. Now, what I'm saying to you is, why aren't you doing anything about it? Why aren't we shouting from the rooftops? Why aren't we demanding the government do something? We're not. And I have no idea why. If you have any comments you want to express in relation to that, you can send them right now to 085 but the first thing I want to get to today is COVID-19. That's COVID-19. It's a word, it's like the C word, the dirty word. We don't like talking about it, but it's back in the papers again. While I was away, the Irish Mirror, of course, ran a story, and you can clearly see it there. Leo Varadkar issues stark warning and gives update on potential for new restrictions. Now, at the moment, he's saying there's a possibility that there won't be any new restrictions, but he doesn't know for sure because experts are warning. Also, in the UK, they're now saying there's another COVID variant and they're saying it's a mystery. And that was in the Star, in the UK Daily Star. You'll see that one there. New mystery COVID strain sees experts call to plunge Britain back into restrictions. That was only last week. This is not the Iris one, by the way. This is another one, they're saying. And then you have Joe Biden, of course, who, when he was asked about COVID-19, have a listen to what he said about vaccines. Darian? Yes, I can. Matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a uh, request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that, it would likely be recommended that everybody get it, no matter whether they got it before or not. 
So Joe Biden is saying he's now putting money or he's signed off on money for a new COVID vaccine. But what's interesting and what people are picking up from that is what he said, a new COVID vaccine that works. In other words, is he saying the last one didn't work and he's now going to be recommending it for everybody, no matter whether you got one before. In other words, it looks like in America, if Joe Biden gets his way and stays in power long enough, he may be bringing back in either restrictions or COVID passports. In other words, he wants everyone to get the new vaccine. America could go back to the space whereby you had to have a vaccine passport just to get into America. Thankfully, you don't at the moment, but he may go back to that route again because he's putting money into this new vaccine that works. But here's the question. There is no official suggestion at the moment, but there has been hints and numerous scientists, uh, the same ones that from the last time, are calling for mandatory mask wearing again. They're saying the numbers in the hospitals have gone up. As of yet, the government haven't decided what they're going to do. But if they do decide to bring in legislation for mandatory mask wearing, which they can bring in at any st stage, by the way, emergency legislation, would you comply if they brought in restrictions, say for, you know, the 6, 6K zone? Remember all that? Carry on. You've probably forgotten most of it. Now it's like a blur to us at this stage, that part of our life. Do you remember the nine euro meal in a restaurant? Do you remember us sitting, whatever it was, two meters apart in a restaurant? That's if you managed to get a restaurant open because they weren't allowed to open for most of the time. People's jobs were destroyed. What were you getting? 350 a week? Uh, COVID payment if you were out of work. Are you willing to go back to all that again? Or will you resist? That was the argument the last time. People said they would resist, but they didn't. People just complied. Are you happy to walk around Tesco's with a mask on you again? We're not talking about hospitals, by the way. The number is 085-100-2255. That's 085-100-2255. So are you willing to do it? Let me go to Neve first if I can. Neve, hi, how are you? Neve, hi, how are you? How you doing? How are you? Good. Neve, are you willing to go back to wearing a mask to flatten the curve? Well, as I was saying, um, I will comply to some degree because I'll think of other people who are frightened. But I think it's ridiculous now at this stage. We don't need it anymore. Well, then why are you willing to comply if you think it's ridiculous and we don't need it anymore? Well, no, well, I would think of other people who are terrified with their masks on the side and mm. things like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? But uh, as regarding vaccines, no, I'm done with that. You're done with it? Yeah, uh, did yeah. You, did you get vaccines just, the last time? I did because I have asthma. But, however, the third time it was because somebody booked a holiday for me and I had no way around it. I couldn't travel. Didn't want it. I was worried getting it. I was worried getting it because I think it's too many, mm. you know? Yeah. We were kind of like so, pin cushions, um, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, I was worried in the beginning because I didn't have enough information and I had to listen to the doctor. That's just the way it is. And I don't know whether, I can't say I regret getting the vaccine. I have a, a small suspicion that, um, I have a small suspicion that may, that may have helped me get COVID very badly. Now, that yeah. might be ridiculous, but I don't know. Because mm. I didn't get it for a whole year before the vaccine. And then you, and I, and then you got it when you got the vaccine, which kind of seemed bizarre. Yeah. very bad. Now, not straight away. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Now, maybe it did save me life, but I don't really know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but um, if they brought another no, vaccine out and said, listen, those previous vaccines weren't much use, but we have another one now, and this is even better, would you take it? No, I'd say you lied to us the last time, so go to hell. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah. what about wearing it? So would you be happy enough to walk around Tesco's wearing a mask? I won't like it, but I'm not somebody who will really spy unless I think it's crap, you know? But like I said, I'll be considerate of other people. That's all, mm. you know? 
Yeah, so I, I know. I understand that argument, people. but I understand that argument. But you know, there are people, say, for example, who uh, have a fear of I don't know cars. Would you stop driving a car just because other people have a fear of it? I, you know, I I don't know if that's a good a good thing. Yeah, well, maybe I'm just giving you an analogy. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe their fear is you know unwarranted in some way. Maybe their fear is not logical in some way. I mean, there has been lots of evidence now, and there's lots of published papers in the last certainly in the last year since COVID kind of stopped in relation to masks and lockdowns, and one of the most recent published studies, which one of the largest studies, said that masks made little or no difference whatsoever to the spread of COVID. So, you know, mm. so, then, well then what's the purpose then? I understand if it's to go to a hospital or maybe an old folks home or something like that where people would be very vulnerable. But, you know, to walk around Tesco's or sit in the cinema or whatever it happens to be wearing a mask, I don't think it's making any difference to COVID-19 or the spread of it. So why why go down that no, road not again? So. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't think we should, to be honest with you. And also, um, when I did have to wear a mask for short periods of time, I got panicky. I couldn't breathe. And that's the truth. And there will be people out there that'll say, oh, that's crap, blah, blah, blah. Well, well they no, it's the not crap. Well, yeah, because I like couldn't it. breathe. And I didn't feel healthy leaving mm. work. I felt like I was I was lightheaded. I couldn't drive home immediately. And I didn't have to wear it in work. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I lost you there for a second. Hang on, I'll get you back. Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I lost you for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, just like in work, I didn't have to worry them that much. It was just if somebody came in and back out, you know, the kind of way. Yeah. Just, but, um, but when I did have to leave it on if I was around people and work, I got very panicky. And in the shops, I didn't like it at all. It's not healthy. They're breathing yeah. that in. And I'm not even talking about anyone else's things they put online about their this and their that. I'm talking about my own personal experience. Yeah, but when I used, to, I used to see people taking dirty masks out of their pockets and putting them on them, I said, surely the masks have more risks to them than anything else. Well, I think some, some people are just not hygienic at all. They never learned how to be. Like when I had the mask, if I had to take it down, I had hand sanitizer and I'd put that on before I took it back out. And it wasn't in a monkey pocket. Yeah. I had it in a bag. I was real careful that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I did make a mistake the odd time by touching off it. I, I, but I'm still alive, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just the problem with that is I would be thinking of people on both sides, and that's what my thing is. If I was just thinking of myself, I wouldn't comply at all, you know? All right, well, we'll, we'll, now, stay, we'll hang on. Stay there for a second. Story. Stay there. Yeah. Let me just go to Sharon as well. Sharon, hi. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. I'm great, thanks. Good. Now, Sharon, I, I don't want to be a scaremonger here and suggest that it's going to happen. But I have a funny feeling it might that, you know, I mean, you've got the Iris variant and now you've another variant in the UK that they say is a mystery variant. And they're talking about new restrictions as well. You know, there's a possibility of it. Would you, I mean, would you comply if it happened? No, I wouldn't comply. No, no. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't wear a mask. Um, I would be thinking about people who were scared, but I wouldn't be wearing a mask. I would probably... You know, I don't know. You can't really talk to people about it, but the masks—I I just wouldn't go there again. We're, we know they were useless. Um, go for a walk in the park. Fill your fill your lungs with the oxygen of the mm. trees. And also, if you feel at risk, stay at home. Stay at home. Um, I think the fear was huge, and that can also affect your health. That can be very, you know, um, detrimental to your health. Health to be in fear. So, you know, just... Well, with the whole of, well, COVID relied on your fear, didn't it? I mean, all the restrictions yeah. relied on people's fear. It made new alcoholics. It made people lose their jobs, like you said. 
you know, there were so it made some people who were lonely. Um, I don't you know. No, I don't, I don't want to dismiss. Depressed. Yeah, but I don't want to dismiss the fact that you know people did die. Now, can we be clear that the majority of people who died, sadly, were people who were older and who were vulnerable. Um, very few people died under the age of 70 of COVID-19 here in Ireland. Uh, and generally speaking, very few people under the age of 70 that were healthy would have died. Um, it, for those under the age of 70, they say it was a little bit less than the flu. For those over 70, a little bit worse than the flu. So realistically, but the point is so many people got it that obviously those numbers were higher. So people, some people did die. And I, and I don't dismiss that fact. Yeah, I know. But you see about the people who died as well now. Not to be allowed into the hospital and have some private time with your loved one, I think was, was outrageous. And wild horses could not keep me from my yeah, husband yeah. or daughter. They couldn't. They would have to arrest me. There's no, no I, 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 I thought that terrible. whole idea, and I remember that shocking image I saw one day of a woman standing at the window of an old folks home looking in at her mother dying. Uh, because she wasn't allowed in to hold her hand. It was heartbreaking. But I, I believe that's criminal, to be honest with you. Um, and yeah. I wouldn't have put up with that. I'd have, put, I'd have got through the window. So there's not a chance that if my parents were in there dying, that I wouldn't be in there. I, I mean, Neve, you wouldn't even agree with that, coming back, that kind of carry on. No, I think that was shocking. That was, yeah, definitely. My nanny passed away. She was on her own. Oh, and wow. For a relative, what, no, she didn't have COVID at all. And she was in her 90s. But a relative walked there and was able to see her. Mm. They let people in after she passed. <laughs> you yeah. know, it didn't make sense at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, no, exactly. no I don't Exactly. A lot of it didn't make sense. To be honest with you, quite, uh, a, quite a lot of it didn't make sense. sense. Did it really? Mm. Yeah, nothing made, made sense at all. And I can't believe people are still buying this crap. I do believe in being safe because I'm not a doctor. I wouldn't know anything about all that stuff. Mm. Only what I've researched myself. Yeah. But, um, it's it's shocking the way they lie to people. That's the problem. Why are people? Why are they lying to us? You know. Why do you Why do you think that it was completely? I mean, look. Initially, when it came out first, we we didn't really have a clue, and I understand the cautionary, you know, restrictions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then, after a couple yeah. of months, when we had an idea of the mortality rate, and it wasn't as bad as we initially thought. And those videos we've seen coming from China of people dropping dead in the streets were clearly lies. I mean, clearly that was just propaganda. It was absolute and utter nonsense. People weren't dropping dead on the streets. That just didn't happen. So why, why do you think... Part, Niall, mm. how compliant people were. I mean... Ray, thanks, thanks, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry I lost you every second, Sharon. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I said the compliance thing about the people dropping in the streets and we all swallowing that, that's scary. That's very, and, and it has made me think, okay, I need to think for myself as well as yeah. listening with a pinch of salt to the government. Yeah. I need to keep myself healthy and do all the things that will keep me healthy, hopefully, take yeah. personal responsibility as well. But that compliance thing, with that was really scary because that shows... That look how easy we can mask them. Look how easy we can get them to do what we want. I don't know who was behind that, but somebody was. Well, I, I think social media played can a huge I say role. Something as well? Yeah, sorry, Nave, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I don't want to go off topic at all, but just to say that um, it's, it's almost like people, well, we know people think differently. It's almost like people are thinking one way and other people are thinking the other way, because I find the same with the whole gender, transgenderism thing. And uh, with COVID and vaccines and, and stuff like that, then I know people are, who are not willing at all to look at somebody else's point of view. And it's shocking. I've, I've fallen out with people 
And I'm not even, I don't try and ram my uh, opinion down anyone's throat or anything like that, but they are not willing to even listen. And with, for me, it was the same when I was speaking up about COVID and vaccines, and it's the same when I'm speaking up about this gender thing going on. And they just, they think I'm the body or I'm an idiot. You're, yeah, you're a right-wing yeah. lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, whereas, although sometimes I do think in my mm. head, like, are you crazy? You don't even listen to this and that. But I, I respect their opinion. Yeah. I never say that. But they, like, literally fell out with me for not. Yeah, I, 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 and you're right. And I, I know people who lost, during COVID-19, I know people who lost friends, family, who because they disagreed, you know, with, say, wearing masks, or they disagreed with vaccines, or they disagreed with whatever it is. Mm. It turns out, by the way, that Pfizer themselves admitted that they never tested the vaccine for transmission. So this whole yeah, idea yeah. that the, the non-vaccinated were spreading it or something like that was complete and utter nonsense. Absolute and, and utter then, nonsense. So, so, and, so, and they were vilified. Now, don't get me wrong, I got the vaccine as well. But I got, the only reason I got it was because I wanted to go away on holidays, um, like yourself. Um, and <laughs> I didn't have a choice, unfortunately. So in that respect, I, well, I could have had a choice and not got away on holidays. That would be the only choice I would have had. Um, but in saying that, the whole idea that, you know, the unvaccinated were some sort of unwashed or dangerous people, you know, they were even at one stage on radio by a famous presenter called Potential Murderers, which I thought was outrageous. You know, that, that vilifying of people just for having a different viewpoint. Well, I was, in, I was in a class and I was segregated. I was in a class that I do and they had us like, it was like in a pen, like a second sheet. And if you weren't, you know, vaccinated, you couldn't prove it. At the time, I wasn't. I later did. But, you know. Yeah. We were, we're, that's how it was looked on. It was like the, the others were looking down and, oh, look at them down there. It was very divisive. Sure, I remember on radio at the time, we had a solicitor on the air talking to us when people were ringing in with questions uh, when they brought in the vaccine passports first and the vaccinations come out. And we had people coming on the air and say, can I refuse to work with somebody who's unvaccinated? That's how bonkers people became. That's how silly people got. They started to vilify in their own heads because the government, by the way, of course, were playing a role in that. The government were telling, and RTE, of course, as well, were telling people, you know, that unvaccinated were bad people. You know, and that's what yeah. we were being told. Well, but stay there for a second because I want to go to Maureen as well. Uh, Maureen, how are you doing? You're on the Nile Boylan podcast. Hi, Nile. How are you? Welcome oh, back. Thank you very much indeed, Maureen. I thoroughly enjoyed the break. I needed it badly, let me tell you. You didn't get sunburned so badly, did you? I did, actually, in the first week. Oh, dear. <laughs> really badly. Really badly. Right. I stupidly went out and thought, ah, I, I'm immune to the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we all do. Yeah, and I was like a lobster. It felt fine at the time, by the way. Can I just say it was that nice? <laughs> it was like Actually, a lot of fun. You need your factor 50, Niall. I had, me, fa- you, I had I me factor 50 experience. on. I had me factor 50. I, I ended up going to factor 70. <laughs> anyway, mm. so getting back to COVID, uh, Maureen, uh, thank you, by the way, sorry, thank you very much indeed, Neve. You can take one if you want to there. Um, sorry, Maureen, uh, getting back to COVID-19. Maureen, if the restrictions come back in again, now I, I don't want to be the scaremonger here and say they are going to come back in. But all the telltale signs seem to be there. You know, we're looking at the UK and they're talking about it as well. Joe Biden is talking about it in America. And you heard Leo Varadkar there two weeks ago, kind of dismiss it, but not dismiss it completely. I mean, would you comply? Certainly not. No. I didn't the first time. And I have certainly no intention of complying with, 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 with to me, Niall, 
complete and utter nonsense. And I'll tell you something else. It's based on pure evil. Now, do you mind? Give me, just give me um, a bit of time here. Just, I won't be two seconds. No, take your time. I've been looking at this since this started. And okay, the first time, 2020, around the February, I began to go, hang on here. Uh, hang on. Something not right here. And from then on, you see, once you open the eyes at all, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. And they came out, they started coming up with all these. First, we had the COVID. Now, I've done that with the COVID. I've taken it and spelt it backwards, and I got my answer to that. Then they were coming up with Omicron, and then they had Delta, right? You've got to ask yourself, why are they looking at the Greek alphabet? Why are they taking these names from Greek gods? The new one, Ares. I know the new one, Ares. That is, she is in actually in Greek mythology. She is, she is the the goddess of um, you know discord. Yes, we'll say strife that's and right. discord. Yeah. Well, her Roman equivalent is discordia. Yeah. Her opposite in Greek is harmonia. Yeah. Omicron in Greek mythology. Omicron was a Greek god who wasn't happy with people who lived their lives in peace and harmony, right? Working harmoniously. That's what that means. And you go to the little O, and you have Vigo and a little O which is a micron, and spelled M-I-K-R-O-N, as opposed to the great O, Omega. Omega, we know Alpha and Omega, okay? And in Greek numerals, it has a value of 70. We will leave the numerals out of it for now. But if you put those two together, it's end of times, right? And you have Omni, Omni, Omega, Greek for end. Kron, C-R-O-N-C-H-R-O-N spelling. Greek for time. And the A, we've gone into the Aeris. Then we're going to Delta which is prior to 400 BC in Greek mythology, both the sun A and this triangle is the... Is the Jeez, symbol. you've gone into this very deeply, and, Maureen, haven't you? Oh, yes. But Tar- no, I have no, by the way, Tar-tor I have no... But is I, a deity. Hold on, it's a deity and a place of fire in the underworld. Greek word meaning difference. I have gone into this extensively now. I could be here all day. No, no, and, and by the way, Maureen, I am agreeing with you to an extent that those words were used, those names were used purposely. Yes, they were for a yeah, reason. For, yeah. And the reason they're used is because, of course, and Boris Johnson, of course, admitted it later on, as did the, uh, the NHS in the UK and obviously all those texts and WhatsApps that went back and forward that were all released there recently. The idea was to put fear into the population. Uh, to make people yeah. comply. Uh, there's no secret about that, by the way. They don't hide that fact that they want to put fear in people to make people comply. Um, and those names would have been used purposely, you know, to put fear into people. That's why they give them those names. The same way as we started giving Storm's names. And yeah, that's exactly. That's what they're doing. Okay. But you see, there's a method to the, you see, the thing is, there's a method to their madness. Well, that, what they're what saying, well, they would say the method, yeah, the, the reason they did that was they... because they wanted you to comply, you know, for public health. Well, of course they did. <laughs> They wanted us to comply because the whole world is being based and it's being run by tyrannical despots. When the well, yeah. government here so, came out the first time and said, who you could have in your home, right there, I, wa- I said, warn people, this people is the beginning of communism. And give the next thing is that they take people us out friends. of their home. Well, they, yeah, there right? was a, yeah. Who go against the party. Sorry. This is straight out of the communist manifesto. Well, I, 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 it was. It, we are in deep trouble. Uh, it did go to the extreme at one point during COVID nineteen when exactly that you were being told in the height of summer, of course, when people obviously meet and and around Christmas time as well, how many people you could have in your home, 
Um, I mean, that all seemed quite bizarre. And then what was even worse was this whole idea of those, the curtain twitchers. They were the ones that bothered me the most. People who were putting videos up online of other people enjoying themselves. Uh, or, you know, or people who are saying, oh, Mrs. Murphy down the road, she has five people in her house today. She should only have two. And all, you know, this kind of carry on. The, the yeah. People ratting on each other. So there was a woman in Cork was jailed for not wearing a mask. You know, when we look back it's at that Margaret, now. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know her. Yeah. yeah. I know her, yeah. In her, I think she she had been uh, convicted a few times, hadn't she? Because she refused she was, to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and she, she was, was yeah. and she was sent to jail, wasn't she? Yeah, she was three times. Imagine there's there's people in the, there are people in this country who've committed quite serious crimes and assaults and haven't gone to jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And how do yeah. we allow that? I I, I don't know tyrannical. how we allowed it. it. Well, it is it, it it is tyrannical. There is no doubt about it. it. But their yeah, argument it is, is it's tyrannical. Control. Well, their their argument is it's tyrannical because it's for public health reasons. Do you buy that they at all? They can argue. No, no, certainly not. No. I tell you another thing. I, to prove you see these masks, they, 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 all this thing has been proven. They're useless. Going back fifty years ago, Colchester Hospital ran a study, and they did it for six months. They had no masks in the operating theatre. They had no masks anywhere in the hospital. They did it for six months and the study came back. They studied it. The wearing and non-wearing made no difference. I, I, well, I think I, I, we don't need study. to go. We don't need to go back that far. There's been a study only done very, very, no, re I know, very recently. And, and that, no, no. But what I'm saying is, for those who didn't know, there's been a study out, and it's a gold standard study. It's been done very recently, and the outcome of that study was that masks made, and their wording, little or no difference. They also said, examining countries around the world who did different types of lockdowns and restrictions, they made little or no difference. In no, other words, they didn't, but why are they doing it? You see. Well, it's it's kind yeah, of like doing the, the same thing again, expecting a different outcome. Yeah. Well, I think, as far as I saw, no, I think they're on. They're in Canada. They're wanting you to go in Canada to wear them, going mm. into the hospital. So it's beginning. Yeah, no, it's the beginning. If it goes like that, you know that the traitors up here in Gangster House are going to follow along meekly behind, like the panting puppies they are. Stay there for a second. I, I just want to go to Kathleen if I can. Kathleen, how are you doing? Uh, hello now. How are you doing, Kathleen? Welcome back. Thank you very Thank much, Anita. Three weeks. Ah, thanks. Okay. So, Kathleen, um, would you comply if there was rules brought in tomorrow? Would you comply? <clears throat> well, I did from the I did from the offset because when it first came out, now I was in Capital Hospital at the time, and they said, uh, you know, we need to get the injection. And I said, do I have to take it? And they said, well, we we would advise you to take it. So, because I was in the hospital. I followed through what they wanted to do. So I followed through on all the injections now and done everything, wore the face mask and everything like that. But I still got it, but I didn't know I had it now because mm. I I had been tested, everything was fine, but I had, I had a bit of a fall in the house, okay? And I was taken up to the Matter Hospital. And when I got to the Matter Hospital, they always do the COVID, they put the thing up my nose and, oh, stop. And he said to me, now I can't believe it. You've got COVID. We have to put you in a side room. I said, what? Oh, I said, my God. Oh, no. And so, and I, and, 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 but I'd had it for about a week and I didn't even know I'd got it now. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but at the time, I couldn't laugh about it. I was really sick. I had headache. I, had, I felt sick, uh, lethargic for about, oh, must have been well over a week. But there you go now. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not denying for a minute that people got a very bad virus. There's, there's no doubt yeah, about that. But I got this. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and so, Kathleen, Kathleen if, with this new variant and this new mystery variant they're talking about in the UK, if the government turned around tomorrow and said, right, uh, we're bringing back in, you know, restrictions, you know, you have to keep your two metre distance uh, and you have to wear a mask, would you do it? Well, I suppose, you know, if it, if it comes in, if, they, if it was ordered, I suppose you'd have to, wouldn't you? Or do you imagine you might get into trouble? No. Oh, no, right. no, no, no. No, you don't okay. have to. You, you have do your I... own... But I mean, if it's any yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand that. But how, in God's name, did the person? How do people get it? Is it in the? Is it in the environment? You know, if a person sneezes, and you, you know, I got it, and I don't even know how, in God's name, that I did get it in the first place. But here's, but here's the I'll thing, Kathleen. If, if we really cared, right? If a person yeah. sneezes, as you say, or somebody's talking to you and they're close to you, whatever yeah, it is, which is paranoid. yeah, which is how viruses are spread, by the way, because people talk to each other, or you touch something and then rub your eye, because it can go into your eye as well. Okay, so if you if we really cared, right, why aren't we wearing masks all the time? Because the flu is there all yeah. the time. The flu yeah. is the common cold is there. Yeah, the Rhinoviruses there, are there. Yeah. There's all sorts of viruses going around constantly all the time. As human beings, we have an immune right. system. Uh, and that immune system, you know, helps to fight those viruses. Doesn't always work, but it helps to fight those viruses. So if it's yeah. really that, if it's that worrying for people, why don't they wear masks all the time? Well, I, you know, I don't know. I suppose, I, yeah, I understand. And, and when, you say, when you say, when you say, if the government, if the government say, well, then I'll have to do it. A flu jab. Yeah, he but brought I mean, a flu jab in, and the doctor forced me to get the flu jab done. He forced My you to do doctor. it. Well, he didn't yeah, force you. He didn't know. Well, I don't think he forced you no, to do it. He asked you. Well, it was a lady doctor. You know, said, "Have you had the flu jab?" I said, "No, I never bothered with the flu jab." You know, and she said, "Well, I'm going to going to give it to you now." I'm but over you, a certain age, so they obviously coercion. yeah. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't not recommend it for people who want to get the flu jab. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, they didn't force you to do it. You don't. You didn't. There's no. Well, the doctor was very pushy, you know. Oh, you could have said yeah, that. Think about it, know, it was probably fear that made you get it. It was probably a, you were a little bit of fear there. I don't want to discourage people from getting the flu jab. And by the way, the flu jab, sometimes it works. It depends on the season, whether they predict which variants are around. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, there has been years. But is, the it flu is, is it in Ireland yet, though? The thing is now, it only takes a matter of time. If it's in the UK, it comes over to the north and then it gets it. Is it there many cases of it at the moment in the UK now? Is my question to you. Well, there is. I'm, I'm looking, I'm reading here. The United Kingdom has been free of COVID restrictions for more than a year, but now medical experts are calling for a re reintroduction of it after a mystery strain was found. And it says UK top medical experts are baffled by a new mystery strain of COVID, mm. with some calling for the country to reintroduce restrictions. I think they need to do a bit more testing now, you know, with the scientists, don't they? Yeah, so, so you know, but, like but, but the point the point is the point the point is you'd be well not that you'd be happy enough to do it but if the government said that you had to wear a mask and keep your distance and all that you'd be happy enough to do it. Oh, I'd do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would. But Niall, Niall, I just yeah. can't fly with that, it. That you know. all, yeah, sorry, Maureen. Niall, that was all coercion. Well, well, it, well, it is. Co well, of course, it's coercion. No, no, forced and coercion is the same thing. My daughter is going in is doing a, a course in on September. She begins September eleventh. Um, because I, I'll be with my little granddaughter, who's three, for those three days. She's there for, but the children's father was, is taking Monday permanently off. So we, we've arranged for cover for 
my three-year-old, the other two are fine. They're able to take care of themselves and they come home from school and such. But she had to go three weeks ago and get a hepatitis B shot. She also has to go now and get another of these boosts or whatever the hell you call them. Plus, she has to get a flu shot. And she turned around to me three weeks ago and said, well, you know, ma'am, she, I'm kind of worried about the flu shot. And I'm looking at her. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Mm. Uh, and I said to her, why? Because I never got it. Well, I said, you got the other two, didn't you? And you haven't been right since. So, but then that's coercion yeah. because if she didn't get them, she doesn't get into the court. No, I, I, I don't want to. I mean, I don't. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm like everybody else when it comes to COVID nineteen. I'm cautious, I'm cautious in relation to the vaccine, but I'm not an anti vaxxer because I do agree with immunisation. I do believe that childhood immunisations, for example, have saved millions and billions of lives around the world. I do believe that generally yeah. speaking, vaccines, you know, do save lives. And yes, there is a risk, Maureen. There's always a risk to taking a vaccine, uh, but oh, in is, but, but in most cases, for most vaccines, the benefits outweigh the risks. The difference with COVID nineteen, no, yeah, the vaccines with COVID nineteen, there has been evidence that vaccines did cause a lot Sorry. of damage to some people. Yeah, but she Sorry should now. be free to say no. Oh, of course she should be. But she's not. Vaccines, no. as much as I agree with vaccines, generally speaking, whatever about COVID nineteen, that's open to question. But generally speaking, I agree with vaccine. But I would never ever say that they should be mandatory. People should have a choice. Stay, well, stay there for a second, both Kathleen and Maureen, if you can. Let me just go to John if I can. John, hi, how are you? How are you, Norm? Great, great. Yeah, I've been hearing all the chat there. Um, the first thing I just wanted to say is that um, this, uh, this uh, pandemic, uh, uh, our immune system doesn't recognize this particular virus, which is deadly and dangerous, and it's completely new. And there's a lot of uh, theories and stuff on the web about it coming out of uh, ex an experiment in bioweapons laboratories in China or U Ukraine or even America. And indeed, it's so neutral and new system. It sounds like it's really an artificial virus. If you it's, it's quite possible, yes. yes. What they call gain of function is, is the word you're looking for. Yeah, where they, 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 de they develop these viruses themselves. Yeah. And speak them, yeah. But besides that, there's a few points I just wanted to make here. Three things in the last couple of months I've heard. I have a friend who's a pharmacist, and she told me that since the pandemic, nobody is recovering as quickly as before from ordinary routine flus and colds and things that you normally get over in a week or two is now taking weeks and weeks to get over. Now, another story is a neighbor of mine who's a strong, sturdy man, a soldier, and he told me that he took all kinds of precautions to avoid it, but he caught it. And then he said he got long COVID, and he said it was horrendous, and he wouldn't wish it on anybody. Now, my own son, my own son took all the vaccines, and he has got an infection a couple of months ago, chest infection, phlegm, throwing up phlegm, mm -hmm. feeling weak, irritated, and he has been the doctors, got all the antibiotics, and it's not going away. And he's waiting at the moment, he's got all kinds of tests, he's waiting on one of these respiratory consultants who seem to be as scarce as hen's teeth, or else they have a long waiting list. But that's the last uh, end of the road is this respiratory consultant. Well I'm, well, I'm assuming he doesn't have COVID-19 because they do have tests to tell you if you do have COVID-19. Yeah, no. So he'd know. It, yeah. he, he has a respiratory oh, disease, a, a respiratory virus of some description, obviously. Uh, yeah. 
he had the uh, vaccines, but he still he got it in the mild form, like you know. After you, it doesn't mean you can't. It was it was surprising when the vaccines came out first. We were told by scientists here in Ireland that if you take the vaccine, it's 100% protection against COVID-19. Then it went down to like, oh, it's 85% protection. Then it was like 70%. And now it's kind of like, oh, well, even if you get the vaccine, you still get it, but it's not as dangerous. Uh, so it, it, the, the, rule, well, the rules keep changing all the time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I know. yeah, and I think everybody's different. Every immune system, every person is different. And I, when I hear about strong people who, are, uh, who, who don't drink or smoke and live a healthy life, getting long cold, or the likes of my son, who is debilitated, he can only, he can, he can hardly, he only work a few hours a day, he's so weak. And um, this, this phlegm, this, this yellow phlegm, this infection he's been coughing up for No, that's not months. good. Well, that, well, that's not good. And I, and I, and I hate no. to hear that. That's, and I hope, he, I hope he recovers and gets better. I mean, that's obviously uh, some sort of virus that he has yeah. anyway. But, but, but John, can no, I ask you a question? Sorry, John, if we went yeah. back to two years ago and the government announced tomorrow that everybody has to, you know, keep their two meter distance and they have to wear masks and, you know, all that kind of... Would you comply? Well, I imagine they'd only do that if there was another um, deviant... You think so? ...that was deadly as the first one, because now it's mutated, as, like the cold and the flu. It's with us forever in various mutations. So so, so then, well, then we just keep... Do we, well, we just keep bringing in restrictions, so then every time it mutates, is that what you're saying? Well, you don't have to take the flu. I've never had a flu jab, and I don't worry about it, and I never got the flu for years and years. So you take the chances, or my wife gets the flu jab every year, but it only gives you... Yeah, no, but I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about the jab, per se. If you want to get the jab, that's your own bag and your own business, right? But what I'm talking about is, yeah. well, I, I would hate to see it being mandatory, but what I'm talking about is, you know, vaccine, um, or should I say masks, two meter distance, closing down businesses, six meter rule, all that kind of stuff. Would you comply with all that if it was brought in again? Well, Neil, I don't think the world can afford to close down like it did before. Look at the cost, the human 90, cost. $93 trillion, they reckon. $93 trillion exactly. is what COVID-19 cost. The world. They can't afford to do it. Well, leaving it, but leaving it, but yeah, but leaving aside the financial aspect of it, would you be willing to do it? Forget about the financial aspect. Would you be willing to do it if the government said tomorrow, as and from tomorrow, from midnight tomorrow, everyone has to wear masks again if you're outside? Would you wear one? Well, as far as I know, from I think the masks are jackass. I won't say it that they are totally ineffectual. Just the kind of panacea to give everybody to make them feel a bit better. Yeah, it's optics, isn't it? It's all about the optics, isn't it? Yeah, optics, optics, yes. So so what you're saying to me is, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't bother. I wouldn't. I've no confidence in masks, per se, as as any kind. Maybe, maybe if you're standing too close to people, you know, whatever, and you're like the flu or anything, you'll catch, maybe you'll catch it quicker. I don't know, but... uh, uh, I don't think the man. evidence is good enough to suggest they give you any form of protection, but however. Uh, but, but, yeah. it, but, but you know, if we have, um, Nile, should we, if we have, we have another lockdown, right? Yeah. There, I'm here in West Cork, as you know. There's pubs and businesses closing all over the place here. Yeah. If there is another lockdown, that's going to cripple the country. It'll cripple every yeah. country, actually. And another thing, oh, then goes your cash oh, after that. Yeah. You're right, you're straight in, right into the Chinese credit system. Your ID digital. 
that's where they're going with this. And the sooner people wake up and try and look beyond the present, just a little glimpse to the future. What do you say to people who are texting in or WhatsApping in who say, you know, they had a relation who died of COVID-19 and you're being disrespectful? I'm not saying you are, though. You know what I mean? No, uh, look, Niall, people die every day. They die of different things. That isn't my problem. I can do nothing about that. But this is yeah. more pulling at people's heartstrings. And I learned that a long, long time ago, that this pulling at heartstrings, it doesn't work with me. And it never will. I am me, I am my own person, and I will do what is right for me. And I certainly will not be good in my mental health or any other part of my health under strain or pressure to suit these tyrants. It's not happening. Stay, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Sarah as well. Sarah, hi, how are you doing? You're on the Nile Bowling Show. How's it going, Nile? I think you call talk, you stop and Trevor. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sarah, would, would you be complying? No. No. Not at all. No. no. But no, I, I imagine because you worked as you work as a carer, for you yeah. it was kind of, you know, you had to obviously wear your mask, but you were probably wearing still wear are you still wearing it? No. Okay. It depends okay. really. Yeah. If there's a lockdown on the ward, yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah. But the majority of them be escorted over to the hospital. So you've been a year and a day, probably wouldn't have it, but we're hit with and the Mental Health Commission, you have to go by their guidelines, so basically you're doing it through that. Yeah, I know some people have texted us and said already some of the care homes and nursing homes around the country are now restricting visits. Uh, they're asking people to wear masks again. That seems to be happening already in some of the care homes. But that's because they're more, no, listen, they're more vulnerable. Like no, I understand. I understand that, yeah. I understand. You know that. Like, you're set a day tomorrow and like, disrespecting people that have died from COVID. Like, the stupid people around that walk in to vulnerable people. You know what I mean? Mm. Common sense, won't it? Yeah, so there are, so what you're saying to me is there is circumstances where you believe it would, it like, is necessary. If, if someone is not well, like, you know, and you, not even whether you have a flu or not, just have that bit of respect and be mindful. That it's, their immune yeah. system yeah, is very well. Yeah, but that's all very well. That's all very well. But I don't want to wear one and I won't wear one. So why isn't somebody being respectful to me on my decision that I don't want to? I'm not sick. I'm perfectly healthy walking to see somebody. And if I was sick or even had a cold, I wouldn't do it. That's common sense. But she wasn't but the argument. Yeah, but, was, yeah, but wasn't, the, the wasn't the argument during COVID-19, Maureen, that people didn't know they have it, which is quite odd, by the way, that you're, you, that you have to be told happened. you have the virus. You have to know. I know, but you, you know if you're sick. And another thing, Terry Mullis himself, the inventor of the PCR test, said it. You can find anything in anybody, he said, if you amplify it enough. Of course, yeah. And that's what they did. We know they amplified it. So they lied. We're dealing with liars and tyrants. Well, overcautious is the word. They over. They, they, when, yeah, when, they, when you say they amplified it, I completely agree with you. The PCR test is flawed uh, by the very nature of the fact that you're amplifying something so much. But they, they say the reason for that was to be overcautious. Sure, I sure I was I was diagnosed with COVID nineteen. Had to take a week off work, and there was nothing wrong with me. <laughs> well, wait a minute now, there's another no. thing. We were walking in and out to shops and they've been flung at me, which is mandatory. Mm. And another thing, mandatory does not a law make. A mandate, mandate in the word itself. You give a mandate to somebody. You give a mandate to people, a group of people. It is up to the people to accept the mandate. 
then it becomes yeah, mandatory. Well, hang, well, hang, no, hang on, hang on. Sorry, Sarah, what are you trying to say, Sarah? I'm trying to say, what's wrong with the individual? If you have a choice whether he wants to do it or not, you know, like, I'm not saying policies are there meant to be broken, there's guidelines. Guidelines are not fact. You know what I mean? And as well as this new booster, this booster that's going around giving people, if you really do research into it, it has no effect on this new variant. And some professor in Yale went through it, and that's the exact words that came out of his mouth. There's nothing to say that's going to help. It's just like all the other variants that we had. It was interesting that Leo Varadkar, but Leo Varadkar did say that uh, we have, Leo Varadkar's words were uh, two weeks ago, he says, we're in a very different place when it comes to COVID-19. A huge amount of natural immunity has built up because people have had the virus and survived and recovered from it. So, I, you know, the word natural immunity was never mentioned two years ago. We were all told that, oh, that wasn't good enough. You know, you, you need to go and get yourself a vaccine because we're not happy with natural immunity. Because we're, we're getting educated about it. Mm. And we're a lot, an awful lot more educated about it now. And but, not only that, Niall, right? If it does really come to all this lockdown and lockdown, see how many people are getting in and out of the country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, it did get ridiculous. You know, there was a point there where the guards were standing up at Dublin Airport fining people a thousand euro for leaving the country. Do you Niall, remember? every night I was driving home, I got pulled by the guard from Grange Gorman to Bailyborough every night when I was going home and I was never charged. And the guards would pull me in. And I'm sure you knew me at this stage. Going in, and it just told me Yeah, but you you had a pass, obviously. Yeah, some people didn't. They got fined. Yeah, sorry, Maureen. But that's a horrible way to be living. Okay, yeah, okay. If someone all this was going on, okay. Just for example, how many people were coming into this country? There are people coming into this country on a daily basis, never Mm. being screened, never being tested for anything. Who could be bringing tropical diseases? That we trust you. Well, 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 what I found quite bizarre, and I, and no harm to the people from Ukraine, I, I don't have a problem at all with people coming from Ukraine from war-torn country. But what I found difficult was that you know, as soon as our restrictions ended, of course, the war in Ukraine had just about started, and we we started accepting people in from Ukraine, which I, I'm delighted to say that we can help people. But Ukraine had a really low uptake on the vaccine. And yet we were allowing, uh, for a country that was going on and on and on and on about taking a vaccine and anybody who didn't was irresponsible and all that kind of thing, to suddenly we're allowing loads of people to come into the country who are not even vaccinated. <laughs> so, but we did have research did. about that and that actually implemented into this new variant. Mm. The professor turned around you know, and said I, it. And there was you know, last research that was done on it. You said about people coming into the... There's an awful lot of more people travelling. Of Obviously, course. A lot of movement around Europe now. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, Niall, I watched BBC News about two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, they, the breakfast in the morning when they started at six o'clock. Yeah. And they, they were... It was some um, science laboratory. I forget the hospital they now. But they were talking about the, 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 um, the, the new thing that they have no idea what it is at all, but it is there anyway. Right? This is there. But, get this... They were developing a vaccine for it. So they were developing a, vac- a vaccine for something. They didn't have exist. no idea what they it didn't is. even exist. Well, it I, doesn't exist, yes. Well, well, it was the same. But the COVID vaccine was developed long before COVID-19 came along. I mean, we, and, and a lot of people believe there's some sort of conspiracy in that. There's not a conspiracy in that. Most of these viruses are very similar. So they can develop vaccines and then just tweak them afterwards. Because there's no way, for example, with COVID-19, a vaccine was developed that quickly. The vaccine had been, developed, had been developed already and just needed to be adjusted. 
That's the way they yeah. work these things. Because most viruses work the same. Well, most viruses work the same way. Uh, let me just go to John. John, hi. How are you doing? You're on the Nile podcast. Hello, John. Niall, yeah. How are you doing, John? Uh, John, will you be complying uh, if they bring in restrictions? No, it's a, it's a joke. It's, it, we were conned over the last few years over this. It's, it's been proven. It makes no sense at all. All these, you know, nine-euro meals and all that rubbish that we had to go through. Yeah, that was kind of rubbish, all right, wasn't you know, it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and it, like, people not even able to go to funerals now help. Bad was that. That was really bad. So, I know, I know. I spoke to one guy uh, only recently on the radio uh, and his, and, his brother and so died and he wasn't allowed to go to the funeral. Yeah. 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 Madness. Madness. And they conned us and I hope to God the urge people don't get conned again this point. And yeah. for, for me, Percy, I don't believe in this COVID bit at all. I think it was a new form of a heavy flu. I remember years ago getting the flu. I couldn't get out of bed for a week with it. Well, well, think, well, it is. Well, it is a form of the flu. I mean, it is yeah, a virus. But it's yeah. not. It's not an epidemic. I don't believe it's any sort of an epidemic. It's it's a it's like it's a controlling thing. No, like how to control it. But, there, but there's no flu. doubt. There's no doubt a virus existed that was causing a lot of problems for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well. On the other hand, on that now, I I know. Uh, a wide range of people. And the question I always ask them is, do you know anybody, personally yourself, that died from COVID? And the nearest I got was, no, uh, my brother's wife's husband's father died from it. Well, well, with, with respect, John, I, people, I people now, hang on, hang on. No, no, okay, you don't know anybody. But people did no. die with COVID-19. And people well, did they, die of COVID-19. Not thankfully, not as many as they predicted, but they did die. Yeah, yeah. And how come they never had autopsies on all these COVID deaths? They just broke them off straight away. That's well, COVID, no. I mean, COVID. most most elderly yeah. people, for example, who have comorbidities, will usually die of a respiratory virus. You know, they get pneumonia. A lot of people, maybe who have cancer, will die of pneumonia, or they'll die of another virus because their immune system is so weak. Um, and that's the same as what happened with COVID. Most people who were who did die were, generally speaking, older people who were vulnerable. And that's generally how older people die, if they're vulnerable and they get a virus. But you're not. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, just to suggest that nobody died of it, that's silly, John. Of course people died of it. I mean, if you're a healthy young person or under the age of 70, you were at very little risk. There's no doubt about that. I, I gave you a comparison of the closest I got to somebody that actually knew that was related. There was there was a couple of mules in the family before I got, you know, what I mean? Like yeah, well, that, that might have been, I mean, I'm, I'm not doubting, your, the, you know, the veracity of your own argument, but what I'm saying to you is people did die of COVID-19. Well, It would be foolish to suggest they didn't. They didn't make that part of it. Yeah, but, but, but hang on. Yeah, sorry, you're, sorry. You're By the way, Maureen, there's a text here, right? I'm reading it out to you. I don't want to insult you, but I have to read it out. And it says, Maureen sounds like a crazy COVID denier and a selfish bully. She is not asked to wear a mask for her protection. It's for our protection. Stop being so selfish, Maureen. Okay, oh, just, really? Yeah. Well, then, well, to that person, you're just as selfish as I am, then, aren't you? That's that conversation done and dusted. Okay. Do you remember, Niall, when they put people in body bags 
How could you do an autopsy? Those body, body bags were put into a coffin. Maureen, Maureen, now don't... You know, I'm Maureen, Maureen, hang on. I'm with you part of the way in your argument in relation to compliance and all that kind of stuff, right? And the exaggeration of it. But don't be agreeing with John in the sense of, of saying nobody died of COVID-19. No, no, I'm, not I'm, with John. I didn't I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying people did die of it. It would be silly to suggest it didn't. Say that. People died of flu as well. Yeah. Same symptoms. What I said is, you, they shook people in body bags and they put those same body bags in a coffin. People couldn't even see their, their loved ones laid out, for example, the last glimpse they'd ever have of them. That yeah, no, I, I, look, there was, a lot of, there, was, there was a lot of silliness that went on. People who died of a heart attack, for example, were being put down as dying of COVID-19, which that's was complete right. nonsense. Well, that's a lie. Yeah, yeah, of course it was a lie. They ramped the numbers up. Yeah, of, well, I mean, Leo Varadkar himself that. admitted that. He admitted that many of the people who had died didn't actually die of COVID-19. They died of something else, but they would have been tested for COVID-19 before they died, and they just happened to have the virus. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. didn't actually die from the virus. They're, they're, absolutely. But there are some people, generally speaking, elderly people who died of COVID-19. Yes, and there have been elderly people and a lot of people have died down through the years from the absolutely. flu. Absolutely. Absolutely. People die you of the know, flu. Yeah. 500 people. Yeah, actually, I think it was in 2019, we had 500 and something people died of the flu. Yeah. I know. But you see, when flu was raging here, why weren't we all masked up then? Absolutely. And sanitizing our hands to be up the yin-yang, which I never did either. And um, keeping away from each other. And, 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 and the member of Christmas, they wanted to put the elderly people by, oh, put your grandma, put Nana, Nana and Granddad by the window. But open the, I remember that. Open, in the middle of winter, they wanted to put Granddad at an open window. Yeah. <laughs> what a load of not oh, stop. Well, hang on. Well hang, well, hang on. Let me go to Neem as well. Neem, hi. How are you doing, Neem? How are you doing, Adrian? Great. Niall, actually, not Adrian. Don't be insulting me. Come on. How are you? Niall, great show. I agree with Maureen on a lot of things. The the thing that we can't accept is, okay, how do you explain it? Nobody died of COVID in the same way that nobody died of the common flu. Common flu just disappeared off the face of the earth. There was no cases for 2020. To me, it was the biggest rebrand since Marathon Bar became a Snickers. Right, so, so in other words, what you're saying to me is that the flu had been just rebranded as COVID-19. Well, scientists will argue that it was a different virus. But... I think, according to Google there, it was 36 million people died in 2019 from common flu around the world. Yeah, people do and die of the flu. Yeah, Nobody died from common flu. There was no cases listed. So everything was put as COVID. And it was just instilled fear and control people. That's all COVID was. There is no doubt that people died of a virus. And many oh, people... Yeah, absolutely. Everything was COVID. Everything was COVID. I personally don't know anybody that died from COVID. I know when a I few know people have said that. Complications yeah. to do with all their illnesses. And the families were told it was COVID. And like, but they didn't have COVID. So how could it be COVID? I know, look, I, I, know of pe- I know of cases where somebody died. There was one case, which was the silliest case ever, in the United Kingdom, where a man was hit by a bus, literally. And he died. Yeah. And his and his debt was put down as a debt by COVID-19. Um, and yeah. the reason for that was because they registered the debts as COVID-19. If you had tested positive for COVID-19 within the previous 14 days, or in the UK it was 30 days at one stage, you, your yeah. debt was registered as a COVID-19 death, which was nonsense. That's not medical science. No, 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 it's not medical science. You're right. It was absolute and utter nonsense to do that. Yeah. But they did do yeah, it. But, but that still doesn't take away from the fact that some people did actually die of the virus. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like they die of viruses every day. Absolutely, yes. Particularly vulnerable or older people, yes. I will not accept any other restrictions. They can jail me for all they like this time around. I got called a fat hairdresser. A fat hairdresser. I don't know where that came from. Where did that come from? The same, some of the same people that slaughtered me, and I mean slaughtered me on social media, private messages, text messages, you name it, they got it. Um. Some of them have since come to me privately and said, oh, you were right. How did we get this so wrong? I said, because you're turning down the telly and this is brainwashed into you. I said, and an awful lot of people just take what they're given. But the people that are telling you this are the people that are, you remember the old term they had, you're in it, we're all in it together. Yeah, yeah. Well, cases they were all in it together, weren't they? If you do this, the maths on how many TDs do you remember Golfgate? You only have to start with God. My personal favourite of the whole entire thing was that if you had an, a nine euro meal, you were safe. That was just like the science behind that is just no. I'm sorry, there is none. But we're just going to. And take if you walk, or if you or if you walked in the same direction following the arrows. You were safe oh. as well. <laughs> <laughs> you all walked in the same direction. I know. And I was due to liberty. I just got the apples away just to deny them. Mm. I, I, I don't know. Neem, I'm not going to deny it. A lot of the restrictions were stupid. They made no sense. And, and the evidence now around the world, there's been numerous published papers where they've examined different types of lockdowns and different types of restrictions in different countries. And didn't matter where you were, what type of restrictions you had, it made no difference whatsoever to numbers. None whatsoever. So, well, realistically, or little or none. And the same when it came to mask wearing, they said, and I'm just quoting, little or no difference to the spread of the virus, right? In other words, these things did, I mean, a virus is a virus, and a virus will find a way to spread, no matter what, no matter what you do. Unless you all want to sit in your bedroom for the rest of your life. But here's the thing. They, their argument, Neem, is, you know, that they wanted to slow down the spread of the virus by doing this. Now, that may have been a bad idea um, to slow it down rather than, as some people were saying, you know, you should just let it run its course and people pick up the immunity to it. But but in saying that, Neem, they say they would do it in the interest of public safety and public health. So uh, if they do that again, you're not willing to, to take part. No, you see, this is the problem. If you give the government the power during an emergency to change the law and restrict your freedom, they will invent the emergencies to enact that. And we gave them the power. And none of them are held accountable. McDonnelly should have been fired. You, you only have well, they had a full inquiry, or they're, they're, they're still, still ongoing in the UK. We've had no inquiry in this country. And and has anybody heard from Neffet since? Where are Neffet now? You know oh, what I mean? Where's Luke O'Neill? Yeah. Where's Luke? Yeah. I remember on the television. Oh, he, well, he did make a bit of a, he, he made a bit of a comeback there, didn't he? During going back about a month ago, he made it to tell us all about the new var- variant. Our puke, as I call him. <laughs> Professor of He came out and he wrote books. That guy has shares in one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in Ireland. Well, no, he he sold off. He was uh, involved in the development of an anti-inflammatory drug. Which he and so people were saying it was in relation to COVID. It was nothing to do with COVID, and he sold that off. Actually, in the middle of COVID nineteen, he sold it off for I think a princely yeah. sum of about three hundred million. Now I don't know if he owned the whole of the company, but it, he's a very wealthy man. There's no doubt about he it. Is. But he but he was wealthy without COVID, by the way. Can I just point out? No, well that's what they meant when they're in it together. They were in it together. Like there was a, a restaurant closed on uh, opened on Dawson Street, and the Gardaí were outside. 
mm-hmm. to, to keep the public away. All the TDs had their dinners. You saw the parties in town down the streets. You saw all this. This was going on everywhere. They were laughing at us. I know. No, no, I have no doubt about it. And it was kind of do as we say, not as we do. Yeah. And I've seen I've seen the videos of these politicians putting on the mask just before they go on television and then taking it back off again. You know, it was not it was it was just all for show. It is. And those masks they they don't work the way people think. People thought you could wear this, this is going to give you automatic protection. That was wasn't the case. case. No, that was never the case. Never gonna happen. The microns of the size of a millimeter of a virus. So bottom line name, you won't you won't be complying. I will not. No, I didn't really comply to the last time either. To be honest, I didn't. I didn't take the vaccine. I I didn't wear unless I ultimately wasn't allowed into shop. I used to put it on, and take it back off. I used mm. to wear the face sock thing, which actually didn't even worse. It didn't do anything. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of like that when it came to them. I had no interest in wearing it. But look, if I wanted to go into a shop, I'd put it on. But I just put it down under my nose because I couldn't breathe properly with the bloody thing on me. Anyway, so we'll sit, to- so we'll stay there a second. Let me just go to James as well. James, hi, how are you? Afternoon to you, Niall. Afternoon to you. Nice to talk to you, James. Yeah, welcome back to my holidays. Uh, I appreciate it. It's good to be back. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. It's not good to be back. I wish I was still on holidays. <laughs> I know. So do I. I was away myself, so I know all about it. James, I mean, look, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, mystery uh, uh, variants in the UK, the Iris variants. They're talking about it over here there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's been suggestions of mandatory mask wearing again. I'm not saying, I don't want to scaremonger and say it's going to happen, but they're saying it in the UK, they're saying it in America, and there's been a suggestion of it here too by different scientists. So would you go along with it? No, I didn't the last time, and I won't uh, I won't this time. When they do bring it in, which they will bring it in now, they'll absolutely bring it in. And I, you, I, you stuck something on your Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and I kind of answered about, we, as I think you mentioned earlier on as well, we have the US presidential election kicking back off next year. Yep. We all remember what happened in 2020 with all the postal votes about yep. the whole conspiracy of was the vote rigged, was it not? I don't know. But, you know, now we're going to go back to the situation where it's just nice and convenient that it's just starting up again. You know, this new variant and, you know, this is terrible and come the winter, it'll be really bad. We're going to have postal votes in America. Poor old Donald's going to lose again. And then we four more years of Sleepy Joe. So, um, you know, but the last time... So you, you, you think in America, the plan is, if we can bring back in the masks, if we bring back in restrictions, it means they have to go to postal votes, which as far as you're exactly. concerned, you're saying yeah. it's easier to rig that than it is to rig, um, you know, walking well, votes. Walking, right? It is, Niall, it is. Um, with regards to the vaccine, I didn't take the vaccine the last time. I wouldn't take it now. And as you said yourself, the only reason you took it was because you wanted to travel. Now, the vast, vast, vast majority of people I met in the car who I would speak to about it, and I would say to them, why did you take it? The vast, vast majority would say, oh, I just want to live again. They didn't care about their health. Mm-hmm. The, the, the majority of people like me, Nyla, would consider quite healthy in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Uh, and they're all quite healthy. And they didn't worry about it. It was just, I want to go for points. I want to go for dinner. When I decided I wasn't going to get it, I sat down. My wife got the vax. I just said to her, look, I won't be getting this. So unfortunately, I said, this is going to affect you as well. But I'm not going to walk up to a restaurant for some random stranger to say to me, have you taken some sort of gene therapy so you can come in here and give me money? And I'm like, no, pal, you're all right. Thanks very much. So I separate myself from all that, from all that crap for the best year. And for me, for my health, I think it was the best decision I ever made. Because now, and as you also mentioned, that loads and loads of people are starting to suffer from side effects of... Uh, well, there has, there has been recorded side effects, yeah. 
Yeah. And, so, and, you, and know, you know, and, and I suppose you could argue, or they would argue, the reason for that is, is because in the history of mankind, this is probably the, being the one vaccine that the majority of the population in the world has been given in one go. Yeah, absolutely. So you are going yeah. to have more side effects, obviously, from that point but of the, view. But the fact that, the fact, the main fact was, and you, you also mentioned earlier on that it's been in production for years. It really hasn't, Niall. Like, it's only real, realistically appeared within six months. And and then the fact that, again, sorry, I'm keep coming back to you. You know, we were told, oh, it's 94% effective, then it's 92% effective, 74% effective. Oh, actually, lads, by the way, we didn't even test to see because you transferred it from one person to another. All I can say to you is this, Matt. If people go along with this again, they're stupid. They're absolutely, yeah. And you know what? But people I, go along with it because, because, I know I'm not a worrier. That does my, no, but because they worry. Because you have to remember, no, some, no, no, some people are just not criti critical thinking. They're people. stupid now. They're stupid now. No, no, but, no, 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 no. Some people don't no, think now. critically. Some people don't they're think. And that's, yeah, that's called stupid people now. No, you, no, hang on, no, hang on, James. You can't write people off as being stupid. I knew people during COVID-19, and one particular mate of mine, who's an extremely intelligent guy, right? He has his own computer company. He does really well. He's a very clever guy. But he was obsessed with COVID because he believed everything that he was hearing not. on the television. But then he's stupid. He's not, he's not. No, he's just, not, he's just not a critical he thinker. That's all. And you would imagine no, he would be because he's in business. He's not, no, he's not a critical thinker in any way. He's stupid. He, like most people who fell for this, they know, knew they were falling for it. And why? Because they're stupid and they accepted it. That's the, the thing. They accepted this whole thing of, oh, I'm going to get this virus that has a 99% uh, survival rate. I got a call with now. I had, I had, to, spend, I had to take a week off because that was the law. But I spent the home. I had a runny nose for three days and that was it. My wife has got the vaccine and has had COVID four times. And did, and anyone, did anyone ever question, when you were driving a taxi, obviously, yes. did anyone ever question you? Your passengers say, listen, why aren't you wearing a mask? Or have you got a vaccine? Or yeah, A lot of times I've had people getting out of my car. I had one woman get into my car one day. She says to me, oh, you're not wearing a mask. I said, That's right. I said, you can wear it whenever you like. Oh, well, I get out here. I says, no problem. Enough. Out you go. And 10 seconds later, somebody else in the car. Didn't bother me in any way. People, you know, uh, you often find though as well that when, pe when you're chatting to people about it, they'll, oh, well, I didn't get it either. You know, people were just afraid, Niall, of saying that they didn't get it because they were the ostracized from other people. And, oh, you're anti-vaccinated. I love science, Niall. I think, as you mentioned, and I'm exactly like you on vaccines. I think vaccines have saved hundreds of millions and still do save hundreds of millions of people around the world. Just not this one. But the way I have always been, Niall, is I say to people, you do you, I'll do me. I leave you alone, you leave me alone. If you want to get a gene therapy, you knock yourself out. Just don't force it on me. Uh, but the argument, of course, at that time was that you were doing it for other people. Wasn't that what you were being told? Or we were being and that told? turned out to be a lie. Turned out to be well, a lie. Well it, well, it, well, it did turn out, and Pfizer eventually admitted that they'd never tested the vaccine for transmission. Yeah. So, in other words, having the vaccine or not having the vaccine made literally no difference to the fact that you were going to spread it or not spread it. Except the Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca's bottom line. Best money they've ever made. Mm. Their share prices, I believe, are right down now, Pfizer's, this year. Well, obviously, obviously, they well, made obviously made millions last year and the year billions. before. Uh, billions. billions. Yeah, and their, their share prices have dropped. And now, all of a sudden, there's a few new variants. It's, it's people convenient. could people it's could put two and two together if they wanted to, and there's a new vaccine coming out. Yeah, 
Well, let me put it to you this way, Niall. If, like, you, you like to travel to the States, I like to travel long haul as well. Let's say turn around and say to you, right, you have to get a booster to allow you back to Florida. Would you take it? Or would you actually sit down and say, no, I'm actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sacrifice one holiday for one year and save my health for the next 30. What would you do? You know, at this point, I, I'm not getting any more COVID-19 vaccines. I've yeah. already got them and I'm not getting any more. I'm not a pin cushion. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't so I, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it has made any difference to me personally whatsoever. But at this point, I'm not getting any more of them. No, I've got enough of them. And most people, and, and most people, that's not just personal view. By the way, I don't want to encourage yeah. other people not to do it. But no, that's no, just no, my absolutely not. As, as I've always said, not on the exact same. I've always said to people, if you want to get a vaccine, you want to get a gene therapy to knock yourself out. But the only I thing is, I will say to you is, medicine. is that I, I would predict that, that in the next two months that to get into the United States, they're going to, uh, Joe Biden will bring back in the vaccine passports. Yeah. Well, I, I won't, no, I won't be traveling, planning to travel until next summer. But if it is still mandatory, if I can't get in the way, if I can't get in the way I did before, and if I needed some sort of, say, you have to get something, I'd be like, no, I'm not going. Sorry, love. How did no, you manage, how did you manage, if you haven't had the vaccine, how did you manage to get to America, by the way, the last time? Not this time, the last because time. Because I, because I had the recovery certificate. Oh, right, okay. I, I, just, I just so happened to get it. Nice and convenient, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, um, a couple of months before I had uh, I was due to travel. So Okay, wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Stay there for a second. Tony, hi, how are you? How are you, Noel? Uh, Tony, okay? Tony, will you be complying if there's new restrictions or lockdowns or measures? Please wait. Oh, Jesus. No, I will Please not. No. You won't be. No. Yeah, right. What happened was, no, the last time, if I remember correctly, it kicked off around March. Then we were fairly sticking to the restrictions, but just not 100%. Mm-hmm. And they had a Black Lives Matter march in Dublin. There was over 5,000 people attended over the death of George Floyd. I, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, there was no there, there was, was no concern all of a sudden. Yeah. at the time. Yeah. Just like, uh, like it was Leo Varadkar. He got on TV and he was asked the question, like, what about the 5,000 people marching side by side around Dublin City? And he says, well, it's a very important. He said it was a very important march. And that was the end of it for me. So in other words, everything went out the window because of that march. All his views and thoughts. Well, of course it did. I mean, if you couldn't sit beside your grandmother, you couldn't sit beside your sister or your brother, and 5,000 people is walking around side by side, and that's not a problem. And that was it. And mm. then, just like when you push the clock forward then, we had the invasion of Ukraine. And it started in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. But on the 24th of February, it just gained massive this big massive spread in all the news media. The 28th of February, we had the same man, Varadkar, come out on, on TV and says, okay, that's it, like it's over. Yeah, we just said the COVID's over. He knew he was going to bring thousands and thousands of people into this country. And the dishonesty and misinformation that was spread by the Irish government is criminal. And there's no accountability for it. None. Yeah, in other words, we wouldn't have been able to bring all those people into the country if we would have been in the middle of COVID restrictions or vaccine passports or whatever it was. So, in other words, as far as you're concerned, it had to end to allow people to come into the country. 
Yeah. Okay. And not just that, no, but the misinformation that was spread, it was just awful. It was terrible. Well, they you know they I mean? argue it that it wasn't misinformation, that it was they were just trying yeah, but something. It was mis- yeah, but, but it was. They would yeah, say it wasn't was, intentional. I'm not talking in hindsight. They were just spouting one thing. They wouldn't listen to another alternative. No, you're right. They, they wouldn't listen <clears> to another view. People got sacked out of their jobs for just having a different view. Oh, sure, there was doctors sacked out of their jobs for having a different view. But there was doctors sacked out of their jobs just for having an alternative view. I know. And how can they expect us to believe them? They didn't. Uh, but just like that lady from Cork, I think it's Maureen, Maureen what's her name? Maureen. She's exactly right. Yeah, but just like the tyrants and lawyers. Every one of the COVID conspiracies has come through. Well, the many, many of them have, yes. Law... A hell of a lot of them have, mm. and there's no accountability to all. Yeah, but there was, there was, yeah, but no there was, yeah, but Tony, not all of the conspiracies. To the HSC, to Neffet. there's just no accountability. These people walked away with massive big, massive big paychecks. The yeah, but, yeah, but when, when you when you say when you say all the conspiracies come true, not all of them. There was some weird conspiracies going around about five G and all sorts of nonsense going around at the time. No, well, I'm not going yeah. down that <laughs> road. Just like the chemtrails and things like that. I'm on a yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. that yeah. happened and yeah. that you were witnessing. And it was, it was absolutely, it, it was absolutely criminal for people to be dying in homes and that, uh, but just like that family's outside staring through a window. Somebody must be accountable for that. Now. Here's some of the comments but coming in. But hang on, Billy, Billy is on WhatsApp and he just said, Christ, you're being very harsh. Masks, distancing, etc. were the best we had at the time. Was it perfect? No. Did we learn from it? Yes. No, but we haven't learned from it. No, we haven't, because they're only about bringing them back in again. No, we haven't learned from it. And as for the vaccines, I have to be honest, like, I got a vaccine because I just needed a holiday. And that was the only reason. It's, it seems a lot of people got it for the same reason. It's, yeah, I, I wonder, by the way, if you took a poll of people, did you get the vaccine because you thought it was the right thing to do, or did you get a vaccine because you wanted to go on holidays, or you, just, or you wanted to go uh, to the well, pub? Uh, uh, yeah, for, to be honest with you, like, there was nobody I know who got the vaccine for health reasons. Whether it was a pub, or whether it was a holiday, or whether it was a day off work at the time. Yeah. They got it for the most ridiculous reasons in the world. And then if you draw a comparison with Sweden, you are shut down straight away. I even listened to a podcast from a well-known, very well-known crime reporter. Uh, but just there the other day. And she just butchered anyone who questioned anything. She was on about the James English podcast, on about Andrew Tate, who people can think what he likes of him. I know he just say mm-hmm. some crazy things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a fan narrative. of Andrew Tate now, in fairness, Tony. He's not one to be used no, as some well, sort I'm of example. No, I'm not fan of Andrew Tate either. He's an but arsehole. What she done was she picked out... Yeah, right, okay. That's perfectly okay. But he does say some good things. Hmm. I would. Oh, no, I wouldn't no, be fan. Of, say some good was, things. Well, no, I know. I know. I've listened to one things. or two of the things he said, and, and I do agree with hey, some yeah, of the. But but, but a lot of what he said is, is, is misogynist, sexist. He's an arsehole. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Fully agreed. Fully agreed. But he does say some good things, mm. and he does encourage, and he does encourage men to be men and men to be positive, and be masculine and things like that. I know. It's just like men are going weak in the West now, aren't they? I wouldn't disagree with that, to be honest with you, yeah, Tony. You're 100%. They are gone very, very weak. They are gone very, very weak. 
Everyone, I'm saying about this podcast. Okay, wait, we, uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of time. I, sorry, I'm running out of time, Tony. But just getting back, just very quickly. So, if if they bring in COVID restrictions or mask wearing, no. or any, you won't be playing any role. In it. I'm not having any of it at all. No. All right, Tony. No, I'm not having any of it. That was just like fine. If I'm not allowed into a shop and I have to go into a shop, yeah, I'll pull the mask on my face. But that's about as far as it will go. Tony, thanks for that. Appreciate you coming on the air. Okay, loads of, by the way, loads of comments coming in on WhatsApp. Alan Richard Scott says, only in hospitals and other healthcare facilities, but not in other places. Anna Rachel says, um, I'm a teacher, no compliance, never again. Total scam. Uh, Elaine on Twitter says, I'll definitely wear my mask. I still do. I want to protect others and not just myself. People who don't comply are the most selfish people on the face of the earth. The person says, I'm a healthcare worker and I will always follow the government guidelines and advice. And if that means more restrictions, then so be it, James says. Uh, Niall, the restrictions and lockdowns in 2020, 2021 did me the power of good. I saved a fortune because I earned more money uh, from the COVID payment and I'm still looking forward and I'm looking forward to saving a small fortune again. That comes in from John. John, probably all the wrong reasons to be looking forward to COVID because you can make money out of it. I know loads of people did make money out of it. Uh, Little Lion says, uh, more nonsense. So tired of this. You know viruses get weaker as they go along. More prevalent, but weaker. Uh, Peace Smith says on Facebook, I'm glad this podcast brings the finest minds in the world to discuss issues. Simplistic way of looking at anything. Doctors make money when people are sick. Does everybody, every doctor ensure their clients are permanently sick? James Gregan says, no, they can F off not taking any more vaccines or wearing masks. Stephen Murray says, wait for the government's propaganda machine or to begin and scaremongering again on the news. Pat says, the medical companies have shareholders and under pressure to make profits year on year. If they don't make profits, everyone pulls out. Sell the shares and the company dies. Vaccines are a surefire way to keep the profits coming in. Mike says, not a hope uh, when I go back to all the madness that surrounded the two years of hell we went through with our beloved leader. Uh, leaders, politicians controlling us, not caring about people's mental health. So no, no, no is my answer. A lot of people say no, but here's the thing. Even though you're all saying no, I guarantee you the government brought in restrictions tomorrow, you'll all comply again. Because that's what people in Ireland do. And I said it at the very start of the show we were talking about the energy bills. You're all compliant. And it saddens me because there was a time in Ireland where people would step out onto the streets during the income tax protests way back in the 1970s and 80s, the water charges, of course, only about eight years ago, the pensioners, the students in relation to college fees, they were all willing to get out of the streets. But now the way you protest is on social media and you think that's the right way to do it. You'll say your bit on social media when you just leave it at that. The days of getting out on the streets and protesting are gone. What happened to the Irish people? What happened to the good Irish people who would stand up for their rights, who would stand up for what they believed was wrong? Let's be clear about it. We've heard nothing from Neffet in the last year, nothing from Tony Holohan, Killian de Gaskin, all those other individuals who told us what we should and shouldn't do, who basically ran the country because the government absconded their responsibility and left the responsibility of decision-making to an outside agency called Neffet, who essentially ran the country, who came up with stupid rules which on many occasions made absolutely no difference whatsoever. We saw that. Some of the rules were just pathetic. The very idea as citizens that we would obey a rule regarding having a nine-euro meal to allow you to go to a pub was ridiculous. Absolutely made no sense, unless, of course, COVID-19 was that intelligent, it knew when you had a full belly. 
The other idea as well, that you couldn't stay in a particular pub or you had to stay for 40 minutes or whatever the bloody rule was. In other words, that COVID-19 knew the time or knew how long you were there was ridiculous. The idea that we were told that if you didn't get vaccinated, you were some sort of parasy or some sort of panacea was utter nonsense. Absolute and utter nonsense. I do agree with vaccines, by the way. I think vaccines in general have saved billions of lives over the last 50, 60 years in this country and around the world. The COVID-19 vaccine, I think it's open to question the effectiveness of the vaccine. I think what they were, what people were promised was wrong. Scientists in Ireland went on Twitter the day the vaccine was released by Pfizer and Moderna. Moderna was the first, Pfizer was second, wasn't it? And they said, get the vaccine and you'll be 100% protected. That was a lie. You were never 100% protected. The vaccine was never going to do that. Pfizer, of course, as you know, later admitted they never even tested the vaccine to see if it made any difference to transmission. So realistically, all these people that were online and politicians who were saying that those who didn't get vaccinated were irresponsible. That was a lie. They weren't irresponsible. It made no difference whatsoever. You were just as likely to spread the virus if you were vaccinated or unvaccinated or shed the virus, as they called it at the time. The only virus probably in the history of mankind that you had to be told you had because you didn't even know you had it yourself. That's how bizarre things got. The more people were testing, the more numbers we were getting. The more numbers we were getting, the more scared we were getting. The more RT could tell us about the numbers at six o'clock every day and fright the living bejesus out of us. By Leo Varadkar's own admission, many of the people who were registered as dying as COVID-19 didn't actually, in fact, die of COVID-19 at all. They died from other reasons, but COVID-19 was put down on their death certificate because that was the way they multiplied the numbers. In other words, if you were hit by a bus, as I mentioned earlier on, or had a heart attack, but you did happen to have COVID-19 in the last 14 days, well, you were down as registered of dying of COVID-19, which was a lie. So they lied to people. So will they lie again? Probably. Will you comply again? Of course you will. Because that's what people do. They comply. I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't help to protect others, by the way. And if you are going to a hospital or you're going to an old folks home where we know over the age of 70 that any virus, including COVID-19, can play havoc with somebody's immune system, particularly if you're elderly and you have comorbidities. Under the age of 70, we now know from the data that COVID-19 was less dangerous than the flu. So we've had the flu for the last 100 years. Have you all been running around wearing masks, panicking? No, we just accept it, that it's a problem in society. We just accept that it's a risk we take when we walk out the door. So the real question has to be, will you comply? Hi, Niall, somebody says. I'd say Benjamin Franklin's quote is perfect for this topic on COVID restrictions. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. I'll not be complying under any circumstances, says the person. And I'll sum it up on that one. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Don't forget, by the way, you can go to our website. If you want to watch the podcast, of course, please do register on the website. You must register to watch the podcast. If you want to listen to it, of course, you can listen to it for free. We'll never charge you for watching it live during the day or listening during the live. But if you want to listen to it, you can go to Spotify or all the usual platforms. If you want to watch it, please go to our website, nileboylan.com. Until then, I'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Have a great day. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.